Hey guys, Emma from the future. Uh, just wanted to let you know that we do have some audio issues this week. Darren had a funny setup because of internet issues, so he sounds a little muffled here and there. Um, we just apologize in advance and hope you still enjoy the episode. Welcome to Cue the Mic. I'm Darren Worth. I'm Randy Twyford, and our other associate, Emma Durflinger. I thought he was going to try to say it. No, not try. this morning. I, I was not thinking about morning. it, but not this morning. Not this morning. Too much yeah, shit episode, going on. It's episode 43, guys. Episode there you go. 43, and it's not we're less really, than, it's really not we're less than 10 weeks, 10 weeks away best. from a, 10 weeks away from one year of this podcast. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's kind of scary. I know. Episode yeah. 52 will be a big one. Oh, we ought to have scary. like confetti and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. All sorts of I stuff. I think we can do that. I'll figure it out. Well, you yeah. know, um, I had a few things happen this week, and uh, Darren and I have been talking, and he has too. And uh, it's. Uh, you ever have those days it's just like what the fuck is going on you know you do two things do one thing right and two things go wrong and it's stuff that catches you out of left field and so uh we thought we'd talk about adversity i mean not diversity but we're going to talk about not, adversity not, di- not diversity that is when not- randy pitched this idea he said we should talk about us facing diversity. And I was like, you should not talk about that. But I'm adversity, we can talk about. Yeah, we, we can, can we, talk we, about adversity. Emma, Emma, we can talk about whatever the hell we want, but we are going to talk about overcoming adversity. Adversity. <laughs> adversity. Overcoming adversity, I think, is is like my number one job title. Right? It, it, yeah. It's... It, it's like what I'm over. Does this look I bad, feel like, Emma? No, no, no. It looks a canal in the background. I just feel like no, it looks nice. About I feel like your job title, your job title changes every episode. Your number one job title. Well, changes I think every. Week. I think we all we all have those issues, Darren. It's just you know, I have a few. I've had I had some stuff this week. Um, yeah. that I'd put off and had to cha- take on, take, uh, the bull by the horns and get it, fi- get things fixed coming over adversity. But I think the thing that's in the common is, okay, we're small and this and that, and we have, I have stuff now and then and, and that, but then you go to the size of volume you're doing, the business that you're doing is just magnified, just mul- are multiplied, multiplied of, uh, the same thing. And I think the thing of it is not to sound like Zig Ziglar, you know, and be a motivational speaker or anything, but uh, uh, I, I think to make life a little easier and your blood pressure a little lower, you got to kind of figure out some ways to to handle the adversity and uh, or just the fuck up. So let's just call a spade a spade and just call it a fuck up. Uh, how to handle the fuck ups and get them back in line so they don't eat you up. Because eventually they'll eat you up, and then you're fucked. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure they're, I'm not sure they're 
fuck ups. Some of them are. Well, Some potential fuck ups. But, but, I think you're putting out putting potential, out. but well, it's firefighting. There's no doubt, but. I think what's going to happen is, you know, whether you're like Randy said, whether you're a small business or whether you're a big business, they're going to throw you curveballs every single day, right? Every single day you're getting curveballs until you get used to getting curveballs, then they're going to throw you the knuckleball, right? And so it's just part of the game, right? Exactly. And, and, and I, most of the time, I thrive on that because that's what I love about the game. That's what I love about the business is it's always throwing me something that I can solve. Now, I'll tell you, we moved into this. We moved down the block in Florida, right? And so right. Um, now we have this nice view of the Humnick Canal. My, my bride's happy now. But I tell you what, I haven't dealt with it very well the last three days. We moved eight blocks away, and there has not been one damn thing that I've touched that hasn't broke. Not went right. I mean, just time after time. From the time I've been up at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning until the time I lay my head on the pillow at 8 or 9 o'clock at night, it's just been dog shit one yeah. after the other. And I'm like, hey, I come here to get away from making these decisions. But, you know, we're on the downhill slide. We're on the downhill slide here well, as far as getting well, and I in. think Just little shit. And I, and I, th I think that's... That's the attitude a fella's got to have is you're on the downhill slide. You've, you know, it's peaked for you. And then you've realized how you're going to overcome that adversity or that problem. And, but don't you also believe it's quite a rush when you, when you get it fixed or get the problem solved? It, it's no matter how small it is, you know, I still catch myself. Yeah, motherfucker. I got that job done, you know. And uh, got got that fixed, and it's just kind of like this morning. Normally, we ha uh, uh, when we recorded this, normally we've got our all we've all got our set, and I've got the brick wall behind me, and you know, and everything. Well, this morning's been a clusterfuck. I mean, uh, I get up, my internet's off there at home, so as you can well see, I'm broadcasting from the my pickup, and uh, along the road, down, so I get down good, the road. Yeah, yeah, down the road down the road and uh, where I can get good reception and stuff. Darren, what was your issues with your internet well, this morning? Well, well, right. So, so we got new internet, right? So of course, Darren, and I thought about this at two o'clock this morning. So I get the internet. Well, when you live in Florida, all the homes are made of concrete walls and hurricane glass. So internet doesn't do a good job of getting through that with Wi-Fi. So I had to build on the other house. I had to build this whole Google Home network. So I had I had boosters on the inside and internet hot spot, hot spot points on the outside so that wherever I went, I had good internet in the house. So I come out on the patio this morning, I hook up to the internet, and then all of a sudden the internet goes away, and then come back. So then I open the door, and it goes in and away. So then I move inside, and then I figured out that I just got a damn internet problem. So here I am on my phone, elevated, you know, working off the, you know, so if the quality sucks, forgive us, we're overcoming adversity this morning. But, but my dumbass, so I set up everything. So if you ever get a new house, everything is Wi-Fi. I'm telling you, the hot water heater, we put in this propane gas hot water heater. They put it on the outside of the house, but 
on the opposite of the house is the master bedroom. I'm take a shower, it takes five minutes to get hot water, right? Yeah. And so, right. and so I had that problem in the old house. And I said, hey, let's put a recirculation line to recirc the water. Sure. Oh, sure. Not, not a problem. Well, that's another 1,500 bucks. Not a problem. Okay, fine. So we run extra pipe all the way across and come through. So I get to the new house and I go to shave yesterday morning for the first time. And I turn on the hot water. And guess what? I waited five minutes to get the fucking hot water. I'm like, God damn. what in the fuck? Well, I get on the phone with the, the plumber or the builder who then got on the phone with the plumber. He goes, well, you haven't set up your hot water heater on Wi-Fi. You've got to go in, set it up, the hot water heater on <laughs> Wi-Fi so that you can control and shut on mm-hmm. and off the research pump or put it on a schedule or da-da-da-da-da. So here I am. Go on my walk this morning, a little longer walk this morning because I wanted to walk through the harbor like I always do. So now instead of 1.8 miles, I got to do two and a half miles. Okay, probably Good okay. Sweating like a goddamn pig when I got back. But anyway, so I get out on the ladder because it's clear up in the fucking top of the house. Get on the ladder and I'm trying to, I finally get the Wi Fi set up. So I get all this set up. I get all the TV set up. The damn oven's Wi Fi. Oh, don't ask shit. me why. Everything is Wi-Fi. So I set up all this shit on the Wi-Fi, and then I remembered I forgot to set up the Google Home fucking network. So guess uh... what? Now I got to go redo 100% of it because that has a whole other Wi-Fi network. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. but here's the, pro- here's the thing, though, Darren. You figured out what the problem was. You had a problem. You figured it out, and now you know how to make the solution. So when you get done, you're you're just gonna go take that, motherfuckers, take that. You know, I won. I'm, and, I'm not gonna lie; it's really hard to feel bad for you. Just listening to what I just listened to, I don't like. Oh, I had to connect my brand new house up to a different Wi-Fi network because of all of this fancy technology. I'm sorry, a- Emma. You know I how can't... you get you know you know how you get houses like this. But facing you know, adversity, we, we've we've had this conversation before. You know how you get houses like well, this? How? You take a chance. You work Bingo. hard. You you take, take hard. You take a chance. You don't work for somebody else. You work for yourself. You take a chance. We took a chance. Agreed. We, to we, agree to we, we took we took we took a we took a huge chance going from a little small little carryout deal. That if we were still in today, we'd be sitting there fucking slopping food, right? Seven days a week, five days a week, but still there seven days a week to going to this huge, huge restaurant and building it. You know, that's, yeah, this is, I, I don't feel bad at all about sitting in this fucking you should with the pool in the and I. Well, it's not that. It's just when you're like, well, I just inconvenienced myself. It's like, okay. Okay. Like, Emma, Emma. You know what I mean? Just I'm knowing just we worked together long enough that yeah. if you, you went through what I just went through the past three days, oh, don't be, say it. you would be bubbled <laughs> up in your mommy's arms. That's not true at all. <laughs> that is not true at all. That's 100%. True. No, it's not. That's so funny that you think that, though. It's so funny that you think that. 
But oh the biggest goodness. thing, but the biggest thing is, you've overcome it. You know what to what you're going to fix on it, and then uh, you know what you're going to do. Yeah, you know, I've and uh, I've set everything up within this last week, so setting it up the second time won't be a problem at all. Won't be. It won't be. It's you know like, exactly what you're going to do. But it's just like, hey, dumbass, why didn't you think of that the first time and put the Google Home Network up first? Yeah, you knew you had to have <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had a, I had some problems with a pit this week. Well, it's been going on for a couple few weeks, mm-hmm. but months. it's one of those deal. Months. No, not months. months. God damn it! No, it hasn't. Mister um, Procrastinator. Maybe, yeah, exactly. And I had this grinding sound and a bearing on the on the ELDX pit inside the shed, and uh, you know you'd go by it and uh, you'd hear that, and it's just like. My biggest fear, and I guess what got me really scared, was I wasn't comfortable putting uh, loading it up with meat, and I got to cook probably about eight, nine hundred pounds of brisket tonight. And uh, my biggest fear is coming out there every morning and not hearing it going ring, ring, because something's broke, and this and the uh, this the carousel in it stopped turning. Oh. You, so, you, that picture you sent me of this, he sent me a picture of the bearing. Ooh, that sucker was. And it had, good thing it's all you want to send it to me and I'll if put that it on. If that would have been anywhere near anything flammable, holy shit. You talking about that seized fi- up. Oh, it was. It, I mean, the guy that fixed it, and uh, but let me go back to that a little bit, is uh, so I knew, and I'm pretty mechanically challenged i'll be the first to honest i I, you know so i wasn't going to tackle that project at all you know i i I thought about it but it's like no because all i'm going to end up doing is go find a neighbor that is mechanically talented which i've got there's they're all around me you know and have them and i hate bothering them to fix my problems so uh i called old hickory and they gave me the names of a few guys that work on stuff, which there's really nobody up in central Illinois that does that. But I found a guy, and I haven't got the bill, which it is what it is. And uh, it is what it is. But I guess, you know, it's one of those deals, you know, I, I'm like, I'm going to have to spend some money to get this thing fixed because I don't feel comfortable with it running, you know. And so he came up, and there's uh, a guy from down around uh, Alton and stuff. I've got a new guy to work on all my stuff now. I mean, I had a fryer that was, I got a fryer that was down and uh, he fixed it and stuff. I mean, the guys, he's one of those guys that can fix about anything. And, uh, and uh, so he came up and, uh, but I guess my point is I knew I was going to have a problem and I'd been putting off that problem for as long as I possibly could. And we're really starting to get very busy and the last thing I need to do is be planning on a bunch of pork or brisket or whatever to be done for, need to be done for a catering. And then that's when the goddamn bearings, well, they're already seized up. I mean, the, the shaft was turning inside the bearing. The bearing was seized up. It wouldn't even move. And so I would shaft, say, I can't. So the shaft, did you, you didn't hurt the shaft though? No, no. That was the thing he was, he was kind look of amazed Emma, look at. at. Look at Emma. Emma's face. Did you hurt the shaft? And she's like, <laughs> "Right, shaft Emma. on here." Emma, what what are you thinking about? 
explain to us what you're thinking um, about. I'm just thinking, I'm just like my mom. That's what she oh, said was what God went through my us. head. So anyway, <laughs> he checked it, checked it out and everything was fine. But, uh, and he got it back together and, uh, and did a great job. And now I think it's running quieter than it ever has, has before. But, uh, you're a mess. You need to get yourself together. <laughs> yes. I think, yeah. It's just one of those mornings. Obvious. Did you go out drinking mm -hmm. last night or something? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I didn't. I did. Did you really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You aggressive. I had two vodkas with dinner. Oh. oh. That's nothing. I haven't had a, I haven't had a damn... I haven't had a damn home cooked meal in like four or five days now. Well, get your get your little Google Home old, all old, set up, and you can old use your Luke, fancy old Luke Darnell. Old Luke Darnell, and, um, he's coming down. He cooked on the barbecue pit at a barbecue contest the week this weekend up in, up by I don't know where he was, Davenport, Florida, or whatever. And so he's coming down to spend three or four days, and we're going to do a lot of recipe testing and just playing around with a lot of breakfast stuff and he's going to come down for Super Bowl and my mom That'd and I nice. texted him yes on Friday he did mm -hmm. hey speaking he didn't of breakfast know I was not working for you oh I can't believe that gossip no. hasn't went around well, yeah he you, didn't you, you he called me a couple weeks you, ago you well yeah but in the mail yeah, but like not, he called me on like a random Thursday morning and was like, hey, what's going on? And it was like, Bill, your boss. And I was like, he's, I mean, he is my boss, but not really. And that was before I even came back on the podcast. So I was like, I, and he was like, hey, you're doing great work on the podcast. And I was like, Luke, I'm not even on it anymore. <laughs> he's like, I may be behind a couple episodes. And I was like, fucker. yeah, at this point I'd been gone for like a month. So I was like, Yes. You might be behind a couple of episodes. But, so anyway, we got yeah, the pit yeah. fixed and stuff, and uh, now now I saw how to fix the bearing. I offered Darren if he has a bearing go out, I'll come up and if he's got somebody that's mechanically inclined, I can. I'm a pretty good tech advisor now on bearing. I am. Okay, we you and I could change a bearing on that on one of those goddamn pits in no time. There's nothing to it after you see how to do it, but uh. Well, yeah, no, I know how to do it. Once you <laughs> sent me the email on how to do it, the I directions. Mean, I once had, I had one that was out of alignment, a pit right. that was out of alignment, and it kept throwing the chain. And so I had to do that same process by moving that pulley, the same one oh, that you okay. did to take it off. Right. Yeah. But I guess well, the I thing of it is, 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 I guess the thing of it is, is don't. You know, the people at Old Hickory did a heck of a good job of kind of walking us through, getting us the directions, getting us the parts. Um, and I knew that if I, with getting Old Hickory involved with it, not to stroke them more than I already do, but uh, they, uh, they're going to do a good, they're going to back, they're going to back us up. And then, you know, when the guy was there, there were some questions he was asking me and he might as well ask the dogs because I sure as fuck didn't know the answer to it. So, you know, I could get those guys on the phone, but it's one of those deals. I knew I had to get it fixed and, uh, it's, and instead of being in a panic mode with it broke, I was able to kind of sit down and go through a, 
process of how I was going to get it fixed, and we got it fixed, and the baby runs like a top now. So, like hey, top. speaking of runs like spins like a top. Speaking of uh, of uh, breakfast, uh, we landed a job. We're going to be doing the Illinois Beef Expo in Springfield, Illinois, the last weekend of uh, February. We're going to have the food truck up there for four days. We might have to do some live uh, live streaming from there. Because it's a pretty big deal, and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we're going to do breakfast up there also. So, yeah, that'd be fun. So it's going to be a. a, You you want to build them breakfast burritos to order? Yeah, I was thinking of it. Or do you think pre-make them? Well, no, no. I think you could. I think you could pre-make the components and then finish them on that flat top griddle if you can get the yeah shit off of it. It's shit is off of it. Or getting off of it. I got a guy coming to do it. I got a technician coming to look at it because I want to. I want. I don't want to fuck it up. So, uh, the most important but, part of a breakfast burrito is sealing it on the mm-hmm. flat top. Well, we can talk about Correct. that a little bit. And uh, how what do you are, know? What other? What? What other? What other? I, how do I she's, know? She's a I am an, connoisseur. Oh, okay. I love breakfast burritos. I eat okay. them like my life depends on it. Nothing worse than when your breakfast burrito falls apart because it wasn't so seared. Seared good. Okay, yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, We're gonna do some good practice. And, and you got to put queso in there too. You got to have queso. Yes. It needs to be ooey and gooey on the inside. Okay. okay. Yes. A little right. hash brown action. So yeah. Right. So speak. So back to back to overcoming adversity. We had a we had a little issue this past week. Um, before I left, maybe it was last week. Hell, I don't know. They all run together. But um, so we were playing around. So the restaurant, we've been cooking. We've been able to come in and buy loads of brisket points. So we've been using brisket points as our burn ends, but we also are slicing it for brisket. We're just not taking it higher. And so we have, we've been playing around with, you know, for years, you know, we never had anybody walk through the door till six o'clock in the morning. Well, that process changed a little bit where a guy starts coming, one of our managers starts coming in at two or three o'clock in the morning. As soon as he gets there, we'd burn briskets or not burn them. Well, we damn near did this week. Damn near. But we'd, uh, we'd cook these briskets at anywhere from 180 to 200, depending on how full the pit was overnight. But then when he'd get there, he'd crank that bitch up to 250 and, was, you know, and finish them off so that we could hurry up and get this stuff finished off early in the morning. Why are we doing this? Why are we bringing people in early to finish stuff off? Let's start working on being more moderate in temperature. I'd rather have, rather than 180 and 250, I'd rather have 225 all night long and right. finish at that temperature. I just don't like turning up meat to finish it. Unless I really have to, um, and, and sometimes you have to. Sometimes you got a busy mm-hmm. day and you just got things that are going out early and you just got to get it done. Uh, but for the most part, so we were playing around and trying to work some time. And we went to our one of my guys went to the kitchen manager and said, "Don't, don't, don't touch this in the morning." Meaning, don't touch that dial. Well, you know the the uh, play in the dial on the thermostat you know, had about 20 degrees worth of play and it needed a new knob. That's all it needed. Well, they set the knob down here at 210. Well, but if you look at the temperature, it was burning at 250. So he comes oh. in and goes, hey, I'm not touching a thing. And then they get there and I get the call 
five o'clock in the morning going, oh, we got a problem. These briskets are overdone. And I'm like, okay. Well, the points were in another thing. And I said, let's, let's figure out what we're going to do. You know, so we got them done. Well, that day we ended up swapping because we keep them separate. We had actually taken off the points that we could still slice what we were going to turn into burn ends. We could still slice for brisket. And right. the stuff that we had way overdone on brisket still worked for burn ends. So we were able to hmm. overcome that adversity. We really didn't know that until we got it on the slicer and then said, right. oh, shit. And I'm like, okay, this is, it's tender, but I didn't want it to be crumbly. Right. Because when right. you, you re-therm stuff for catering, you know, you kind of blast it again. So you want it a little maybe on the underside um, mm -hmm. so that when you blast it, it's perfect. And so right. it's just another overcoming adversity. Now, of course, I'm hearing we got a request in that, you know, hey, you burn all this stuff and whatever. No, we didn't burn anything. We just overcame adversity. You know, exactly. We just had, you we had a just problem. Had to, yeah, we had, had a, a problem, problem, found a solution. And then how do you solve it? Now, we may have just served chopped brisket sandwiches for the next two days. Right. Right. And just and just yeah. change the menu board to say it's chopped brisket. We fucked up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but you say you messed up. Yeah, do you, it fucked up. It, I mean, the system that? fucked up. So instantly what I did is I went and grabbed some duct tape, and I put mm -hmm. the duct tape around the thermometer so it was tight and got it, you know, court, got it calibrated right in. And I said, don't touch this till these new thermometers or new uh, thermostat knobs come in. And once the new thermostat oh, so was... knobs come in, they were they were perfect. Everything was perfect. So Just it was had too much play like, in it. Well, I had too much play in it. And so you can turn oh, it and they're okay. like, well, and so they're sitting there playing around and trying to set the knob. And I'm like, I don't give a shit what that knob says. I care what that thermometer says up top. And, and right. that's, what I was gonna, that's what I was asking. So what they were doing was setting it by the thermostat and not waiting for it to come up to temp and quit. The burners quit and right. go off of what the thermostat was. They were just well, set it to that. And, and when you write a note for the managers at night saying, don't fuck with stuff. They, sh they should have caught it, but we wrote them a note and said, don't fuck with this. So right. guess what? They didn't fuck with it because normally we run pits at 250 during the day. Right? right. We run them all day long. Well, then we load big meats at night. We're either going to 180 and 200, 210, just depending on the load as we run stuff overnight. So then we go to 250. Well, we've got checks in place that the managers walk by. And when they close on their closing checklist, that says, hey, if this is – if this is at two fifty, then we got a problem. Call somebody, and we're going to turn this down, and we're going to make it so we don't we don't lose thousands of dollars the next day. Right. Until you tell them not to fuck with things. Right. And when you tell them not to yeah. fuck with things, you know what they do? They don't fuck with things. They're, they don't right? fuck with so, things. So so you kind of got to be a little bit more communicative. But we overcome adversity on that. I mean, it could have been a bad deal. Would it mm -hmm. been the end of the world? No. No. You know we. You know we. We still make They're not going to cancel your birthday. We still make a saucy D. We still could have put it in beans. And most people, I say, it, but it would have been kind of an expensive lesson. Mm -hmm. We've had quite a few expensive lessons before. We all have. We all have. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just part of the game. You know, um, I mean, learning how to overcome them and make the best of what you got going on. Right. Because if you let that get to you, if you get every little problem get to you, my advice is, Never open your own business. No. Never. No. You know? Don't let it and, eat and, you up. I let it. 
I, I let shit eat up, eat me up a little bit more than I should, but I'm getting better at not of just like, okay, how am I going to solve this problem? And we'll move on. It's done. It's over with, you know. Yeah, what are they going to do? Take away your birthday? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I exactly. knew that was coming. You knew that was Did coming? You really? I, I just wheeled yeah. it right up. It's why I walk in the morning. <laughs> same, thing, same thing you've heard for years. Walk in expecting three things to be broke or fucked up. If only two are only fucked up, what a great day. Right? So it just goes back to that. It just goes back to that theme of if you can't handle that, then by God, definitely don't get in the restaurant business. You know, I mean, it's just because it's just but if you thrive in that environment and you love to see things break, nobody loves to see things break. But if you if like you a challenge, love the, you love the challenge yeah. of I got to deal something with different. Just, just as a challenge of last night, as I moved the damn TV down the block, right? We only moved eight blocks away. And I just took the screwdriver and I hand tightened the screws in the back of the TV and I left the, I left the, uh, the mounts at the old house. So I went and bought new mounts. Well, we go out and I got my neighbor, he's an electrician and an older retired guy, but he's, I'm like, hey, come help me move this TV. Okay, I'll come over. So we come over and, we could not get that last bolt out. I mean, we tried everything, and we're pounding on this thing on the back of this TV. And I'm like, he's like, oh boy, and we're trying to get vice grips, and you just can't get on it. I said, fuck it, we're drilling it out. And he goes, oh boy, I don't know, I'm nervous about that. And I said, why? He goes, because I'm nervous that it's going to let go, and you're going to go right through your front screen. And I said, well, I tell you what, tomorrow's the Super Bowl. If we're going to fuck it up, we're going to fuck it up tonight. So I still got time to go buy a new TV in the morning. There you go. <laughs> But but we started drilling it out, and just so happened, I just get to one point, and all of a sudden, I seen it twitch a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to try and reverse this out and hold down. I got somebody in. He's like, oh. oh, how'd you how'd you learn how to do that? And I said, I didn't. I just learned. Yeah, exactly. But it, it all worked up, and we got it all mounted, and we got the TV, even though it's to the wrong useless because your it, Wi-Fi is not all connected. Well, no, no, it's it's connected. I still have it connected to Wi-Fi, and it's inside the house, so we're okay. But oh. I'm sure the fuck not working on Wi-Fi today, because if my wife can't see the Super Bowl, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not gonna good. Be, she's gonna be living in this house by herself. There you go. Well, let me I ask for that. This, Darren, you. There, there goes his internet, Randy. Okay, I was wondering if it was just me. No, it was Randy. He needed to go about okay. 50 miles, 50 minutes down the road. Go ahead, Randy. Okay, are we still recording? Yeah, yeah. you are at 26%, but go right ahead. Oh, fuck. Oh, We're going to be here forever. <laughs> it will be for him. So anyway, uh, uh, you have a lot of people contact you and, you know, about opening up a restaurant on their own, you know, yep. okay, I want to, I, I, I want to open up a brick and mortar, you know, what do you think I should do this? What do you think I do there? And, and you get to talking to them and, uh, do you, uh, do you get the feeling at times that, uh, people think once they get their process and everything in the restaurant, that they're not going to have any derailments or any problems and that it's going to be all smooth sailing? I don't know. You know, most people I talk to, and, and I know I'm kind of the negative Nelly, right? So 
I always try and talk people out of it, right? And, and I love the entrepreneurial spirit, but I can tell you, there's a lot better ways to make money. There's a lot easier ways to make money. But if right. you love it, if you love it, then not for it. I mean, you talk about like Travis Clark down at Clark Crew Barbecue. I tried to talk that son of a bitch out of opening a restaurant. Now I just got a thing on my thing. Now that I've arrived on my Allegiant, can I get feed? Why well, read fucking week ago? Annoying. Anyway, sidebar. There you go, Rabbit. We should like have renamed so, our so, podcast. Just... So what about so, what about so, Travis? So, well, so Travis, I try. I'm like, dude, no, you're an electrician. You make six figures a year. Why would you want to do this? And he's turned it in. He's getting ready to open a second location. He's open. Really? He's bought into a bunch of sport bars. So he's done a really, really good job um, of that. And it, you know, Travis, he's a hothead, right? He's a well, he he's not as hot as he used to be, right? Uh, right. But he's he's a hothead. And he'll be sitting right next to me. I tell him he knows that. Known him for years, but he's done a really good job of building a restaurant empire. You know, but for him, fixing things are very easy. He, he's an electrician. He's used to working on big, huge power. And if you're an electrician, right. you can pretty much work on anything, right? Because you're exposed to pumps and all that stuff. But same thing with Blaine at Porky Butts. You know, when he first started, I'm like, dude, you don't want to open a restaurant and tried to talk them all out of opening restaurants. And they do, and they're very successful. But, you know, it's just one thing. you got to make sure that when it comes to opening a restaurant, cooking food is, is about this much. Just very, if nobody exactly. can see that, it's really little bit of what you do, right? So if you're all about cooking food and don't know how to run a business and don't know and stress gets you for small things oh boy i don't think you want to be in the restaurant business exactly it's gonna break every day right now, if you like that challenge or you know i think the best restaurant tour guys in the world would be guys that know how to do electrician plumbing and HVAC. So if you could do that all yourself or have one of those guys on staff then you could really make some huge you'd have her whipped there. you'd have her whipped yeah yeah exactly um because that's the stuff. So you could get it fixed right then, not have to call on somebody, wait for somebody, and uh, you could get it fixed. What else is going on? Let's talk about something interesting. Have you made okay. any good food? Have you seen any good TikTok videos? Have you had any yeah. in, anything that uh, you, you've saved back saying, man, I got to try that? Uh, not I have a really. Lot. What do you got, Emma? Emma? You, you, Emma, you got any? Um, I, I mean, I haven't made any of them. I probably never will. But my new favorite thing to do on Instagram is save recipes. So let me yeah. them up. Yeah. Yeah, I, cause I, I like the idea of being, you know, or like of cooking. I just am too impatient to do it. Um, let's see, what's one that I really liked? Um. Oh, a lot of these were like for, well, today we're recording this on the Super Bowl. I'm not going to make them, but there was this fried pickle dip that I liked that just seemed really kind of easy, but yeah. I, again, won't make it. Um, 
Oh, they don't have the recipe on here, and I'm too impatient to watch that video all the way through again. Or these chicken bacon ranch. This was one that I thought of for, like, if I'm hosting something. Chicken bacon ranch sheet pan quesadillas. Oh, yeah. I do, that all, I, do that, I do that all the time. Yeah. I feel oh, like wait, I just, pan? If, no, I, I don't do the quesadillas. I do the tacos. Yeah. Sheet well, pan. like, no. So she... Yeah, so she lined a sheet pan with quesadillas, and then she made this chicken bacon ranch mixture and, like, put it all, um, and then put the mixture inside and then and put the cheese it off and with some the more quesadillas yeah. on top. And then topped it off with, yeah, more quesadillas and then baked it for however long and then pulled it out and cut it, and then you just had, like, little quesadilla bites. And I thought that would be something interesting to do if I wasn't, hey, if, you know, Emma, if you, if you do that. eating for one. Yeah. If you do that, then put another sheet pan on top of those top quesadillas and that heat yeah, will transfer through. Yeah, she did that through. too. And then oh, she did? It made okay. it, yeah. So yeah, she took. What's that? Too. And what's or, that do, Darren? Well, it'll it transfer. Just, so let's yeah. say let's say you want to make it's grilled cheese. It's like searing right? it. Yeah. You want to make grilled, grilled cheese. And let's say if you want to make grilled cheese in an oven. Well, right. mm-hmm. you you don't want to halfway through take it out because of the sheet pan where it's Flip metal. It. Whatever touches that metal is going to brown really well. Right. Mm-hmm. right? And you want to, but you want to get the top crispy too. So we made, we did this at the Pork Expo a long time ago. You want to make Cubans, mm-hmm. put all your Cubans, yeah. but then we needed to toast the Cubans. So then you just take another sheet pan and lay it on top of whatever you're okay. cooking. Now, of course, it can't be cheese because it's going to stick. But if you got sure, like right. buns or bread and you want to yeah. sure, sure. make that, then you just put another sheet pan on top when you're baking it. And yeah. it just rounds it up amazing. nice. So I actually nice. did that. I actually did that with um, with a grilled cheese recipe. I had found this grilled cheese recipe, and they were little mini grilled cheese bites. So you take yeah. sweet Hawaiian rolls, like those King Hawaiian rolls, and yeah. slice them in half, and then you know do the cheese, and you lay them out on a sheet pan, and then put the sheet pan on top of them and bake them. And then you have little like dippers for tomato soup instead of like a whole sandwich. Oh, and oh they that'd were be nice. Delicious. Speaking delicious. of tomato soup, I'm I'm following this guy. I don't know what his name is because. I'm on my phone doing this podcast, otherwise I look him up. <laughs> but he's a cook. He's mm-hmm. a chef for a sorority house somewhere, right, in New oh. York or something like that, right? And so okay. and I haven't seen any sore whores running around and behind the scenes Jesus in the Christ. kitchen. Right? What oh, is wrong boy. with you? Sore whores. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what the but, fuck? But in, in all but anyway, my years, I've never heard that term. I have never heard that either. You've that never is, heard the sore you... whores? Sore whores. That is absolutely ridiculous. Oh man, I used to, I used to, we used to party with the, we used to party with the sorority girls when I was at Iowa State, and I, I tell you what, that's how I found out the rooms they sleep in are really cold. Did you know that? So the sorority no. rooms, they set their their temperatures like at sixty degrees inside these bedrooms because they'll have six or seven, eight of them sleep in the same bedroom. And so right. they keep it cold so it doesn't like germ, you know, the germs don't travel as fast so everybody doesn't get everybody sick. So they're they're really cold. The reason I know that, because I've been known to carry a couple of sore whores and put them in their bed after they passed out at the party. Just put them to bed. Angela, Angela or Carla um, are listening from back in the college days. Uh, hi, girl. Jesus. Holy shit. I can't believe sore horse. I've never heard of that terminal. And I, you know, I'm a I'm a fraternity guy. I was, but I was an agriculture fraternity. And we didn't we didn't do that kind of shit. 
yeah. we wouldn't have well, known I that. To, I, used to, I used to hang out with all the ag guys that were the dairy farmers in the ag. Uh -huh. No, so the shorty, but back to back to the chef. So the he, chef, the, was, yeah. he, was, he was making this uh, tomato soup. And uh, about a year ago, I was trying to perfect tomato soup, but I never had it in my life, right? Like my mm -hmm. mom must have not liked tomato soup. So right. we always had chicken noodle soup. We never had mm -hmm. homemade tomato soup. And this guy, he just takes these Roma tomatoes, cuts them in half, throws them on mm -hmm. a sheet pan, takes the garlic, just cuts the top off the garlic, throws them on the sheet pan, throws some onion on the sheet pan, puts some oregano, some thyme, salt, and pepper on mm -hmm. top of it, and throws it in the oven 400 degrees for 30 minutes. Come out, and these tomatoes are all soft and almost crispy, and he grabs the garlic out of the oven, and he squeezes all the mm -hmm. garlic out onto the sheet pan, right, the shell, because it's still in the shell. You don't have to take it apart. Mm -hmm. right. and, and takes that out, and then he throws it all in a pot on the stove, and adds a little bit of chicken stock and just grabs his immersion blender and just, I'm sitting there going, grabs his immersion blender. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, so grabs his, grabs his immersion blender and blends it all mm -hmm. up and then pours some heavy cream into it and then add fresh basil yeah. and this homemade tomato soup. And I don't even like tomato soup, but it made me want to make potato, uh, tomato or, soup. To and so yeah. I saw another one this week that was just, talking about breakfast and we're going to try this so randy imagine taking your bread pudding recipe right 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 okay and now take a take a big old scoop of your after it's sat overnight right or maybe got not all quite soggy overnight. maybe got a little soggy. All soggy yeah take it mm -hmm. and take it and put it on your flat top grill right put some clarified uh -huh. butter down and put a right. put that on and so instead of baking it you're going to put it on the flat top grill till it gets crispy, and then you flip it over. So you're not cooking it beforehand. You're not cooking it beforehand. Take the raw out of your, okay. out of your bowl, right. just like you let it sit overnight. Right, right, right. Sit overnight. But no. take that the the custard and the bread and whatever, so it's right. still okay. Got I got some, you. And he took it, and I think I wouldn't do it overnight because I don't want it to become too bushy, or you adjust the custard so it's not. But then right. you put it on the flat top grill. Get it crispy, flip it over crispy, and now all of a sudden you got you pull it and the bread comes apart. So you got like French toast, but Ooh. it's like French toast pull apart. He didn't do that, but somebody else did that. No. Um, so lots of things. I'm big into taquitos now, and I want to play with taquitos this week. I, I, I just, I just want to do taquitos. To me, they're a really cheap item to make. I think they could mm -hmm. fit on any menu. I could I do barbecue taquitos in the barbecue restaurant. I could do chicken taquitos. I could do breakfast taquitos. I mean, those are the very... ones that are like really tightly rolled, right? Right. Yeah. But then, okay. but then what happens is people then you either lay them on a bed of lettuce or put sour cream or tomatoes or some sort of sauce so that you pull up the and then you kind of dip it in the sauce and you dip it in the lettuce. And so you kind of get this bite in everything, in every, uh, deal so yeah we're going to be playing a lot this week uh might want to tune into the old go to barbecue instagram because we're going to be we're going to be tearing uh, it up and i'm and i'm sure old luke darnell from old virginia smoke i'm sure he's gonna he'll be probably be live and videoing or whatever we're gonna even though the outdoor kitchen i'll give you a view the outdoor kitchen is uh just getting started they just started it the other day but uh it's going to be, uh, we're going to have to still go with the old, 
Blackstone flat top out here, but we're gonna we're gonna try and make it work. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um. What else? Anything else? Eating, drinking. No. Oh, I'm. Uh, it's Super Bowl Sunday. What are you? Are you guys making anything good for Super Bowl? I mean, this will come out tomorrow. What? But. Yeah. Well, so are you guys making anything we, good? We, we haven't decided. Sherry, Sherry just wants that Rotel dip. Okay. She just okay, wants the Rotel the... dip. Now, of course, I'm going to do it on the smoker. So, what's I'll the Rotel probably... dip? Well, yeah, just explain Rotel and, ro- just Rotel and Velveeta. I think. Yeah. Okay, so we call that. My mom calls that nacho dip. Yeah, nacho dip. So, yeah. so it's just it's pretty much Velveeta and, mm-hmm. and Velveeta Rotel and. and and yeah, I'm not sure beef. if you put any milk or whatever there, but I saw a recipe. I think you do. That mm-hmm. puts, you know, put the cube Velveeta, take fire roasted tomatoes, take green chilies, mm-hmm. right? And then put them all in the pan. And then you take a piece of chorizo and you make it into a patty. Put yeah. that in the smoker so it cooks that patty. And you get done, you take the oh. potato smasher and you break it yeah. up. So all that grease that goes good. in there too. Ooh, that'd be good. That good. Yeah. Yeah, that so. sounds good. So whether we use chorizo or I'm guessing we'll use chorizo. So Luke's coming down. I need to run to the store this morning. He said, oh, maybe we'll just do some fancy burgers. And I don't know. We'll just. I'm actually cooking today. What are you cooking? What are you making? So uh, one of them is just a crockpot meal. It's my favorite, um, but it's super, super easy. Um, it's just I just chicken. I'm doing chicken tenders today but uh just because it'll be easier in the long run but chicken uh just like a can of salsa a block of cream cheese and taco seasoning in a crock pot for three hours and i put them on tortillas with lettuce and cheese and they're just the perfect little things and then there's this my mom had a friend gift her uh this corn salsa from um trader joe's and you put it with a block of cream cheese and you mix that together and it's like one of the best dips I have ever had in my life. You just spread um, so it over the top, ma- or do you mix it together? No, you with just the mix it cheese. together, and it's just just scoop it. You just yeah, and then it's just it's super easy. Just the two ingredients, and you scoop with a little corn chip, and it's See, ten out of ten. The problem is all this stuff isn't all this food that I want to make isn't mm-hmm. like. You know, it's it's all lactose intolerant bullshit. You know? uh, yeah, oh yeah, because cream, yeah, cheese. Cream, cream cheese, cheese is the best thing for a super, cream you, cheese and super probably not Sunday. Be a very good day at the fourth house. Yeah. I can no. tell you. <laughs> oh boy. So, so R. I R. Don't sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else we're gonna play it by ear. Let's go suck. About what we're we almost had a near miss mm-hmm. at the restaurant. We um. We ordered in 10 cases. We ordered in, we had eight cases of chicken wings. We ordered another 10 cases to come in on Friday mm-hmm. so we could have them for the Super Bowl. And they shorted us all 10 cases. And oh, now we're like, Rut, 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 Shaggy, this is not going to be good. But we were able to go to Brand X that I hate as a distributor mm-hmm. across town. And they were able to come in with eight cases at just a little bit higher price. So we. We saved the Super Bowl. There's there's wings to be so had you, everywhere. Did, did you did you get many Super Bowl orders there, or or how do they, no, how we, do you handle your Super Bowl orders? So, they so just pick did, them up. Yeah, or? we did. That's a good we, question, Randy. We did not take any Super Bowl orders, and, and I tell you why. You know because do you we're ever? too damn busy. We I mean we have people order stuff, 
But what we yeah. found is we, we can tell people to order and order and order. I tell you what, they're all so used to walking into Smoky D's and, hey, I want five orders of wings, ten orders of wings. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, they just, and they just do it. So we do it that way. We know we just have a shit pot full of wings cooking. We try and stage them twice today, even out of the smoker, so that we don't have to fry them all the way because we smoke our wings and then fry them. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so we did the, now we, we'll just put it, we'll hold them in the warmer and then throw them in the fryer to crisp them up. So we'll do that right. twice today. We did take some, uh, yesterday and today we're taking and putting like two pounds of wings in a, in a pan and just put them, selling them cold for a discount in the merchandiser a little bit. So instead of, you know, 30 bucks for two orders of wings, you're getting 24 for 30 bucks or 25 bucks or something like that. So, okay. Okay. Getting a little bit. No, I mean, there's so many things that hit us this time of year and you would think it's the mm-hmm. slow time of year, but you know, as soon as you get done with that Christmas rush, then it, it, it isn't January 2nd. Here comes the damn graduation catering, right? So now we're right. graduation catering menu for Smokey D's, which is pretty easy. You just need to cost it out. But still haven't got the online part of it done. You know, going to have to call him and say, get this shit up on Zuppler. You know, trying to get that done. We got the ordinary chicken. Yeah, that's normally like the first thing I do. No, I that, that would normally be like the first thing you do. So then we got the ornery chicken menu. We got the crafty mac menu done. We get that done, and here come we've been working on rolling out these jar fays, which have just I yeah, saw those. Like a, I saw pictures of those. They those look unbelievable. Went, they just went crazy. I mean, we're gonna have oh, to hire. Them. We're gonna have to hire a full time jar fay person. Matter of fact, I thought it was a great. I need yeah. to trademark that. Somebody will hear this and trademark some bitch. But imagine an ice cream shop. That just yeah. makes jar phase to order. So, okay. so think so, of, think about that jar phase. I've got cheesecake bites right here. I got brownies, cookies. I got fifty different toppings. Make me my own jar phase, and I walk down kind of like Chipotle, right? Chipotle, I mean, Chipotle. Okay, Chipotle. 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 Okay, who cares? Who gives a fuck? I can't. Imagine walk and pick your size of Jarfay, and I run down and I put whatever I want in your Jarfay. Exactly. But, I mean, these things are, I mean. Wouldn't that just be an ice cream shop? So we're doing, like, my sister has a cheesecake company called Shut Your Pie Hole Cheesecakes. So I had her mm-hmm. make me some cheesecakes without the crust. But I had her right. make them half, half thin. They're they're only about three quarters of an inch, so we can just chop them okay. up and we freeze them. We chop them up into cubes, and then we can put whipped cream in the bottom or pudding, and then cheesecake, and then we do a raspberry filling. We pipe in and whipped cream and graham cracker crust, and we make that. And we're doing one that has brownie and chocolate pudding and caramel and maybe chocolate nice. sauce in the future. And then we're just going to have a different one every month. We'll we'll do those two basic ones, but. Those some of bitches are selling it, and that's the kind of sell you want because they're, you know, three ninety nine for a small one, which is eight ounces, which mm-hmm. you can eat by yourself. Or there's a sixteen ounce one. Probably copied the idea off of uh, Slim Chickens, Slim except chickens. for yeah. you know, we just I think we made it better because we're making it all from yeah. homemade ingredients. Yeah. Uh, um. Did you ever get your whipped cream situation figured out? My mom thinks she priced that out wrong. She's like, there's no way he priced that right. Why? Well, because she thought it was too, because you said it was higher than the glazes and stuff. She's what? like, he what? had to mess that up. Well, no. So it's 24 cents an ounce. 
Mm-hmm. 24 cents an ounce, but an ounce of cream cheese is a lot. Yeah, I was going to so, say it's cream cheese. So, so it it's about the same price because I, I, I had the same issue. Yeah. I was checking it last week. And I said, uh-huh. hey, I want you to put an ounce of pudding. I want you to put an ounce mm-hmm. of pudding on a piece of parchment paper. And I want you to put an ounce of cream cheese on a part piece. I want With you to cream? put them next together. And it's three times the volume. So where, you know, the pudding's 11 cents an ounce. The cream cheese is twenty four cents an ounce, whipped but it's cream? about whipped cream. Sorry, um, mm-hmm. gotcha. It's about the, the same thing. So mm-hmm. I, I probably okay. should be making my own whipped cream, mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm guessing first it makes it dairy, so then I can't eat it. Um, yeah, well, and I'm not sure how it holds up, but these things are great about because you can mass produce them if you mm-hmm. can get far yeah. enough, far enough ahead. But mass produce, put them in the freezer. Take them out and thaw them to order. So we're making a we, – we've sold a shit pot full of them. I'm telling you, I didn't look at the and numbers yet because I've been so you busy. You haven't had them out there that long, have you? This, no, it's we only been like a week. at the end of last week, and we just yeah. threw them out in the carryout merchandiser. We didn't even say anything, and we sold like 40 of them the first day. I'm like – and we found out the small ones were selling more than the big ones. So if the small ones right. are – you still want to put some big ones out because when you run out of small ones, you can say, "Hey, I got a big one, six ninety nine. There's an extra three bucks worth of sales in the mm-hmm. pocket." So, I yeah. uh, saw the Facebook no, I thought... uh, and Instagram Instagram pictures of it, and they looked really nice. Yeah, those weren't very professional pictures because I, I didn't have my gals there to take a picture, and I wasn't there to take a picture. So it was just like, "Hey, take some pictures." So, but well, they looked you know, nice. So, so, so we did that jar. Hey, well, now all of a sudden. Guess what? You know what Wednesday is? It's Lent. So now we now we, it, okay now we and we've had fish. We the fish never went away off our menu. Yeah, but we're I was to curious out. how you guys were gonna do that this go around. Well, I was just, just talking gonna, to my I mom mean, about that actually. I mean, we got the fish, but you know, part of mm-hmm. us and we normally bring on the tuna salad because we serve that downtown because we don't have fryers to fry fish. Uh, yeah. Tuna salad. Somebody mentioned egg salad, which I've never had an egg salad sandwich in my life. Which get I love out of here! Okay. So no. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I can't get over I've that. Even had that. I, uh, I've never. Aren't you had like a one. big egg guy? I love eggs. I've just yeah, never thought weird. about I've eating egg salad. One. I don't even like eggs, and I've had egg salad. So anyway, we're thinking about that. I don't know. You know, we still got two days before right. we need to announce this Lent special, and it's on Valentine's Day. Truth. Do you do a big business on really, Valentine's so Day? So are you going to push those parfaits? Those parfaits could be like romanticized 100% Well, for they could Day. be if we can get enough maiden time, you know, so. I'm, I'm, you guys I doing sent, any I Valentine's Day drinks? I sent a message back to the restaurant and I said, how are we sitting on jars? Because I ordered like 500 of each of these jars. How are we sitting on jars? Because it's going to take a week to get there. And I know how our mm-hmm. inventory system normally works at the restaurant. You right. know, and we may Wait, have talked about gone. this. We've got the LIFO inventory, which is last in, first out. you got the FIFO inventory, which is first in, first out. Or you have the OSWO inventory, oh, shit, we're out. Right. And most of the time, we deal with, <laughs> it's oh, shit, good. we're out. Oh, sh- so yeah, Darren's, exactly. always yeah. trying, Darren's always <laughs> trying to prevent, oh, shit, we're out. Right? <laughs> so, anyway. But hmm. it's just all just steamrolling. All at mm-hmm. once, and I'm going. It's the yeah, season. Valentine's Day. You know, we're we're kind of a redneck Valentine's Day place. It's where you. What do you do for Valentine's? What do you do for Valentine's? Or do you do anything open special the, or anything? We used to do. Well, last year we did like. 
Oh, yeah, last year we did like a special dessert and drinks, but we've always tried to do holiday drinks, and they've, or at least they when ne- I was there, we tried sell. to do a bunch of holiday. Yeah, they oh, you mean liquor drinks? Our... Liquor drinks? Yeah, like we would make like we had like the love bug and stuff last year. Oh, which I can't remember what was in it, like but five of them. You know oh, how really? Yeah. That many? And we had to make I, three a lot of it. I think. Pictures. I hey hey exactly. Hey. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that people still can't grasp the fact you have a bar. Like, because it's so hidden. So, I don't know if it was necessarily the drink, but... Yeah. People just don't go to Smokey D's and think, oh, I'm going to go to the bar. Which they should. You think think I should tear down that wall? You can't. I thought we've had this discussion. I pitched Uh, that idea multiple times. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. If if you're not smart enough to look through a window and see there's another hole part enough stuff, then you don't need to. Okay. Then you don't need to get a drink. You don't need to. That window is like seven feet high and right over booths, so like you can't really creep it over it. You can walk you in the door it. and see. You can look to your right. right. I, I just don't understand. It, yeah, it's. I get it, but. Oh well. I wonder. Oh, um, I'd also like to speaking because we've brought up my mom a couple of times this episode. She last week's episode was her favorite one thus far. What do we talk about? She said. Well, As we you. talked about a day in your life. A day in your life, and yeah. And she loved it so much because she, that was her day. Like, you were talking about her old days, and she was like, I can finally, you can see what my days were like, because oh, you were literally there, just sounded just like her. She sent, yeah. me, she sent was, me that message. She goes, a yeah. day in your life was kind of a day in my life. I said, no, yeah. I know. You want your job back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, she loved last week's episode because she was felt like I was doing it. Or she's like, yeah, you just finally got to see what I was doing. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know what but, she was doing. Yeah. Because I would have said, but, hey, Amanda, figure out, the, figure out this with the jar face. Oh, hey, yeah. Amanda, do this. Go by me. You know, do this, do this, do this, do this. Right. And just be done. And today yeah. we really made your life easy. Have, we don't have anybody that. I'm not saying we don't have capable staff and capable managers because we do, right? But every yeah. we're we're very lean and mean now, so everybody is mm-hmm. focused on their thing, and so everything we're doing is kind of a sidebar. So if I want them to mm-hmm. do part of what Amanda used to do, it's a sidebar, so something else isn't getting done. So I've kind of taken that up on myself to try and run herd on that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, I think we did it, guys. I'd say so. I think we we reached it. Randy should be able to be done uploading in about... Run to town and get a coffee, Randy, and by the time you get back, you should be able to be good. Yeah, no kidding. He's made some progress. He's at 55% now, so... 55%. So... All right. Okay. Well, guys, follow us on social media at QTheMicPod, or find us on YouTube if you want to watch this. It's at QTheMicPodcast. Uh, in our bios, you can find links to leave us episode suggestions, send us DMs, sleep comments, do other things. Give us a rating if you want. We're currently five stars on Spotify, so that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, have we, have we download episodes. New, have we caught up to new heights yet? No. We they have like us, we, we needed to give us some Swifties. They have like 90. hundreds of thousands of reviews, and we have seven. So, uh, so we can go out but there and give us a review. All seven of them are five stars. Give us yeah. a review, yeah. but yeah. give us a good one. If you don't like, if you don't like what we're saying, then keep your opinion don't. to yourself. Right. Yeah, just turn us off. So. Listen to another podcast. 
And if you like what's exactly. saying, then tell somebody else. Tell your mom. Tell tell anybody. Yeah. All right. Well, that was episode 43 of Cue the Mic. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Okay. Boom. Boom. Out, out, out. We're out. Oh, jeez. Okay. Adios.